1: Kim Davis could end this court case. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Kim Davis, as you know, is the former Rowan County Kentucky clerk who in 2015 refused to have her name, title, and authority affixed to the issuing of licenses for same-sex marriage. So she refused to issue any licenses at all until her request for religious accommodation was ultimately resolved by the courts and or by the legislature. It eventually was resolved by the legislature, which unanimously passed legislation allowing Kim Davis and other clerks to opt out of these marriage licenses. Uh, But that didn't stop the ACLU and their plaintiffs and other plaintiffs from going after Kim Davis. Kim Davis has been the target of a lawsuit. Last year, Holly, we went to trial with two juries, very unusual, having two juries seated at the same time, listening to the same evidence for two different groups. We'll call them the Ermold plaintiffs, And then we'll call them, the other ones, the Yates plaintiffs.
2: Yeah, the two different same-sex couples that sued her, right? Right. Yeah.
1: And after the trial was over, the Yates jury retired to consider the information and the evidence. And within 45 minutes, they came back and gave a zero verdict. They were asking for $300,000 in damages to be assessed directly against Kim Davis, not against the state but against Kim Davis in her personal capacity, the jury rejected that. They got a zero verdict. But surprisingly, after that, the ermold jury came back in, and they awarded the Ermold plaintiffs $100,000 collectively, $50,000 apiece. And that, again, goes directly against Kim Davis in her personal capacity. This is stunning because... Mm-hmm. The plaintiffs there in the Ermold case had no evidence. They didn't put on any evidence. They had no evidence to support that either one of them lost money because of Kim Davis. In fact, uh, that was all rebutted. The termination of Ermold from the university was due to budget cuts, not anything related to Kim Davis. And then also uh, they had no evidence to show that they had any emotional upset or damages. And so there's really no basis to award them any damages, but the jury came back and gave them exactly what they asked for, which is fifty thousand a piece.
2: You know Matt this is it's on one hand it's quite sad because this is really a case about vengeance. I mean Kim did nothing wrong and it's very important for all of us who, you know, uh, want our religious freedom to be protected. And that's exactly what she was doing. She was asking for accommodation to protect her religious freedom. But yet these two same-sex couples, I think, have come after her personally for vengeance, because they know she doesn't agree with their lifestyle. She doesn't hate anyone. She's publicly said that. She has friends who, you know, she told me one time she has a lesbian friend. She does not agree with her lifestyle, and she knows that. As a Christian, she's called to love her. So. You know, it's really sad on this on that perspective, but on the other hand, we really pray that this case will eventually get to the Supreme Court. We could see the Obergefell case overturned because of Kim Davis standing for her religious freedom, and I pray that will happen.
1: Yeah, and that's the reason why I did the introduction that Kim Davis could end this court case. Right. And the court case I'm talking about is the 2015 Burgerfell versus Hodges case.
2: And Clarence Thomas has already signaled that that case needs to be revisited.
1: Right, especially when Dobbs overruled the abortion decision of Roe versus Wade and Planned Parent versus Casey, he, he wrote that some other decisions ought to be re, revis, revisited as mm-hmm. well. One of those was a Burgerfell. He specifically names a Burgerfell. Right. Because it's based upon that same flawed judicial activism. you know, ideology that has no foundation in the Constitution.
2: Absolutely, and this is the case that could do that. So, you know, continue to pray for Kim Davis, and we're so grateful for her courage to be able to go through all that she's been through since 2015. But I pray that that God will prevail as a result in this.
1: So after that jury verdict came down, we had to wait for the case to be completely finalized, and that means the Emerald plaintiffs then went after Kim Davis, for attorney's fees and cost, and uh, just over the end of December, the very first day of January of 2024, uh, the judge came back and awarded the Ermold Plaintiff's Attorneys' fees and costs, and those again go directly against Kim Davis. So,
2: and, and of course, these couples they didn't they didn't lose anything. I mean, they they went to another county, and I think one of them had a closer county to where they lived to get their marriage yeah. license. So they didn't lose anything. Again, I believe this was just about vengeance.
1: Well, in a December 2015 interview, David Ermold and David Moore, both Davids, told GQ magazine that they had never even discussed getting married until they saw a social media post announcing a protest at Kim Davis' Rowan County, Kentucky clerk's office. Right. They saw the opportunity then. Yeah. So they grabbed their cell phones and they raced to the protest, hoping to shame Kim on camera. And that's what their original intent was. And so when they did that and they posted that to social media, it went viral. And that was their time of, you know, short-lived fame. Right. And consequently... Well, now that they're protesting about getting a marriage license, they went ahead and wanted to get a marriage license, but they did not have that goal in mind. They had never even discussed getting married before they went down there to harass
2: her. So it's all really
1: a sham. Really? all made up just so that they could harass Kim Davis. And they're harassing Kim Davis because of her Christian beliefs that marriage is the union of a man and a woman. And obviously that belief is not relegated to or uh, just the view of Christianity or Judaism or any other religion. It's rooted in natural law. It's rooted in Mm -hmm. the objective reality of man and woman it's obviously uh, not connected to religion it's certainly supported by religion and obviously it's very something very significant within the Bible but apart from that it's like You don't need the Bible to understand that marriage is the union of a man and a woman, that men and women are made naturally and objectively for one another.
2: Right. So at this point, with Obergefell being legal, I mean, the two same-sex couples can get a quote-unquote marriage license. It's really a civil union. It's not the true marriage. But they continue to fight that in in trying to uh, take it out on Kim.
1: So, Kim wanted to assert her religious uh, conviction as an accommodation basis, and so she just wanted to be able to be opted out. You know, up until this time, before 2015, before this 5 4 decision at the Supreme Court, clerks did not have to issue hunting or fishing licenses if they had an objection to doing so. And some people might have an objection to issuing a hunting license, for example. And so, they didn't have to do that somebody else could do it. Well, Kim wanted the same kind of accommodation for those that have religious objections to same-sex marriage, and that's all she asked for. The court did not give it to her. Unfortunately, the court should have, and that would have resolved the issue quite Mm -hmm. uh, rapidly. But uh, Governor uh, Matt Bevins did give it to her in December of 2015, after his election in November of 2015, when he was sworn into office. And then the legislature unanimously gave it to Kim and all the clerks in April of 2016. So they all have these opt-out provisions now as a result of Kim Davis. But they came after Kim. They continued to push their case. They got their marriage licenses. Kim got the religious accommodation. Uh, but it was a vengeance, as you said, to... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sham lawsuit from the very beginning to go after Kim Davis. So now that they have gone after Kim Davis and unfortunately have gotten a jury to go along with it and a judge to issue the attorney's fee award, now the case is at a place where we can take it up through the appeal. So we will be filing a motion to set aside that jury verdict because it frankly has no legal basis. They have no basis to award. Uh, these kind of damages.
2: I mean, for example, one of the one of the men, one of the couples, stated that he lost his job because of what Kim refusing to give a license. And then somebody testified and said, no, you didn't lose your job because of that at all. Yeah. In fact, the
1: <laughs> HR uh, director testified. Oh, that he's that's lying, not trying reason. to make
2: their way. That's so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then they had no other uh, evidence regarding their emotional hurt feelings that mm-hmm. they said they had. <laughs> so uh, this has no basis in law, but what it does is it sets the case up now for us to take it up on appeal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This case has already resulted in uh, Justice Thomas and others stating that a ought to be re-examined. And that uh, this case here, Kim Davis, is a prime example of the mess that the Supreme Court created in 2015.
2: Absolutely. So
1: pray for this case as we're now about ready to go into the next phase. And that will be taking it up through the appeal channel, through the Court of Appeals, and eventually to the U.S. Supreme Court pray that this case goes all the way up to the Supreme Court and that it is the end of the 2015 Burgerfeld decision. For more information, go to lc.org forward slash Kim.
0: You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.